You're listening to the Nerd Couple Show, <laughs> settling nerd couple arguments one episode at a time. And oh, hey, here's your hosts, Jen Page and John Curtis. I think they're kooky in a normal kind of way. You know how to love me like a nerd. Hey, thanks, Beetlejuice and Lydia, for introducing us today. On today's show, we'll share thoughts on the latest Downton Abbey film, A New Era. True crime narrative shows seem to be taking over the streaming channels. Is it appropriate? Have they gone too far? Or is it just good TV? But first up, in Nerd Couple Argument, what are dude movies that even your most romantic comedy-loving wife will love? Oh, it's time for a Nerd Couple Argument. Oh, I love a juicy nerd couple fight, Mr. J. So, of course, we're constantly having fights in our house over, like, what's a good movie, what's not a good movie, um, what he'll watch, what I won't watch. Yes. But with Maverick coming out, it brought up the whole, like, what's a dude movie and what dude movies are still fun for those who want to watch a romantic comedy. Did you like Top Gun? So that's where the argument starts. I actually never fully watched Top Gun until, what, like, one month ago yeah. because it was prepping for the movie. And I loved it. I think we should watch it again. I was surprised to find that it. I did like it. I did not love it. I <laughs> did like it. It's very dated, though, so it's not really the— What's dated about it? But I'm it? saying there's no so fault of the movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just like it definitely is 80s. There's there's some there's some uh, misogyny maybe is the word. Oh. Like there's things that you don't put in movies anymore. <laughs> um, it, it's— I don't know, but I liked it. It was it was cool. Right. I think the new movie's gonna probably be better, more action-y, more like exciting. More everything. But but so we decided today we're gonna fight over what is an actual dude movie that someone like moi would like and will make a great stay-at-home date night. So I'm gonna say this this answer, and I know it's going to infuriate you because I don't think you're going to agree, even though you actually like the movie. Do you know what I'm about to say? No. So a dude movie that women would like, you're probably going to disagree with, even though you like it. Billy Madison. Why is that a dude movie? That's a dude movie. It's not a dude movie. He called the S poop. <laughs> well, if you're going to call the dude movie, then yes, that is a movie that women would like because there is a romance. The humor isn't fully potty humor. <laughs> it's 98%. Like, you're not going to get away with saying something like The Hangover... And me no, agree. no, no. I knew, I knew the hangover was off the table for you. Yeah. Trust me. But Billy Madison is, for you think, for all the women out there. Well, I know a movie that is a quote-unquote dude movie that women definitely like, which is Die Hard. Yes. So that that's a good one. Yeah. Very good Christmas movie. Oh, uh, God. We're not going to get in that debate. <laughs> so I have this. I don't know if this is true or not, but since you, for some reason, love this franchise, I'm going to be like, okay, The Transformers. You Mr. Transformers Michael Transformers are dude movies? I guess traditionally. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch Transformers the cartoon? Um, yeah, I don't really remember oh, as much. I, I had just... I had Transformer toys as a kid. Oh, wow. See, I don't think most women could say that. I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but I think back in the day it was pretty gender sorted. Yes. By uh, no fault of our own. It was But uh, further than the Transformers franchise, I wanted to say specifically Bumblebee. Bumblebee is the least dude movie of all the movies. Oh, I guess you're right, huh? It's got a strong female lead. It's more charming. It's got more heart. I would say, like, the first Shia LaBeouf one is the most dude one. Megan Fox leaning over the the car to fix it. But I am one of the only people on the planet, apparently, who like it. You always say that, but, like, 
They've made a million of them. I oh, can't I be know. the only person who likes yeah, these Yeah, I know. And the theater is not filled with just men, but maybe it's <laughs> But I mean, in general, a... like, you hate these movies. <laughs> I don't hate them. I loved Bumblebee. Um, but Michael Bay and explosions gets a little tedious sometimes. But still hire me, Mr. Bay. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even got any desire to see Ambulance. Like, it's just been out there like, eh. <laughs> I mean, we saw. I saw the trailer. I'm pretty sure I know what happens. I know. <laughs> Explosions, car chases, shootouts. And guess what? Spoiler, it takes place in an ambulance. <laughs> uh, one that I thought of, which I definitely think started as a dude movie, the whole franchise started as dude movies and um, was widely embraced by women. You could say the whole Star Wars franchise, but especially A New Hope. Oh, well, hmm. Have you seen the pictures of people standing in line back in the 70s? Isn't it all dudes? It's all dudes. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so but that women, a, okay. It started as a dude movie, but then women embraced it and loved it. It has a great female character in it that's a solid lead, sort of. Um, Why do you think it took a while for it to catch on for women? Because dudes isolate women out of things a lot of the time. Huh. Yeah. Very astute observation dudes, by producer Harley. <laughs> dudes just assume... Uh, women won't like those things, I guess. Hmm. Do dudes want it for their own? Mm, That's maybe, another thing. Maybe. Um, I feel like by the time Empire Strike, Strikes Back came about, it was more wider known what the movie was, and that probably opened it. And then, of course, now we have Ray as our new saga and Mega Jedi Master now Ray. It's just for women, and you guys can go suck it. I got one for you. Okay. You ready? Okay. True Lies. True Lies is on my list. Oh! I love it when we come up with different lists and we organically have a crossover. This isn't what I signed up for. Where's the arguing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Harley, do you like True Lies? She doesn't even know what True Lies I've never is. seen it. <gasps> so True Lies, um, I mean, he super loves his wife. Like, what? what is there not to love about it? There's comedy, there's action. Splodies. You know, he's a good father. I really love the humor of the movie, though. That's what makes it for me. The late, great Bill Paxton. Mm. Um, one that made my list is, I would say all the Terminator movies are considered dude movies, but Terminator 2 is specifically is one that women T2? love to watch. Really? Well, because Sarah Connor is such a... She is. She really is. Okay. Huh. Interesting. By the way, I have a theory about a particular actress that I think bridges men and women for movies. Okay. But I'll, I'll do it at the end of our list. Okay. Um... The next one I have is, this was a risk. I wasn't sure, and I don't think you like it that much, but Ocean's Eleven. No. Dean, come on. Why is that Why is that a movie that women would love? I'm not saying women don't love it. Like Obviously, because we're generalizing here. What about the hunky dudes in it? Hunky dudes don't make for a good story. But uh, Ocean's Eleven is if a good story. If we're talking about women who, who, her favorite genre is like romantic comedies, romantic dramedies, what about Ocean's Eleven is going to make me watch it? It's a great heist movie. But heist just- movie does not equal romantic comedy or dramedy. Tell me what I would but like about it. But there is romance in Ocean's Eleven. Then talk Julia about that. Roberts I'm asking you about that. George Clooney and Julia Roberts, their love drives the whole movie. Why? What, what happens in it? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Basically, George Clooney gets out of prison, sets up this heist, but it's not really for the money. It's for the love of Julia Roberts. Oh, my God. Sounds terrible. What? Have you never seen Ocean's Eleven? I have no desire. 
I hate heist movies. I saw the one with Sandra Bullock what? because I will watch anything with Sandra Bullock. And I'm just like, I don't like it. I don't like heist movies. It's, it's like watching a really long, boring, somebody talk about a plan for two hours. I don't care. <laughs> it's not that important. Get, you let go of the blah, blah, blah. Great. Um, okay. <laughs> Wait, do you have another movie? I got a few more. I have one more. Okay. I, I'm going to say specifically, I think volume two, but Kill Bill. Wow. I considered it. And then I'm like, she'll never go with a Quentin Tarantino movie. I, I don't like Quentin Tarantino. I would never watch Kill Bill again. But I do think of all of his movies, Kill Bill volume is the two. most— Volume 2. I think, yeah. is the most female-centric, female-positive-centric, positive. Okay. Because- it's also, like, you expect it to be the objectification of women the whole movie, but— Realistically, in the first movie, she's gross. Like what? she's bloody. She's not in like a bikini but fighting. She, she's not fighting wet in, in a bikini. She's like gross. She's yeah. fighting people and kicking. Yeah, but that's what, what I'm saying. Volume one should be included yeah, but in kicking that too. kicking butt doesn't equal oh a female powerful yeah. female empowerment because men have for ages. Look at the movies we watch on like um, MST3K. Okay, like women like <laughs> they're in space and the women will be in like a bikini and they're like. Doing, they're fighting, and the guys are decked out in long sleeves and long coats. There's a reason it's on Mystery Science Theater. Like even Black Widow, like she fights with her legs. You know what I mean? Like she's a very sexy fighter. Whereas Kill Bill, they're like grunting and like gross, and they're dirty. I love it. Um, okay, how about this one? Italian job. Did you just go to some list of, no. like, action movies no. and pick out— No, I thought of, like, actors that you would like and then romantic storylines that— Italian Job, the main point—the main storyline in that is the long-ass car chase. All right. Fine. Fine. Your movies have failed. No, I have two more. Okay. Halloween. So you're saying horror movies or dude movies? But Halloween specifically. Y- yes, in the sense of, like— the dude is like doing all the killing, and then like the woman's but like I think, screaming. And I running. think traditionally women have always gone to horror movies. I well, don't think that it's not, not the same as action movies. There's a difference though because it's like it's a dude centric movie. It's violent. It's girls in uh, you know yeah, underwear gratuitous. running away. Thank if you well, if you look at it that way, then yes, I would agree because Jamie Lee Curtis it launched her into stardom, and we now have her. And she is the actress, I think, that in like I, I was making this list. I was going to include Trading Places, which she was in, but I didn't want to include it because I think you would say no. It's too much of a comedy, not a dude's movie. Like so, it would appeal to everyone. However, my last movie is kind of risky, but I think you like it, John Wick. Yeah. Oh. The reason John Wick works is because it's good storytelling. It's not repetitive action for the most part of the movies. Uh, and everything he does is for the love of something. That's of a right. woman, of a puppy, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Like, he's, he is a very soft, um, lets his heart out type of dude, which is very different from, say, like a Bruce Willis that's, right. like, always trying to be hard edge and rah, rah, rah. I think we're moving away from being appealing to both genders as the John Wick movies go on. But that first one, yeah, definitely. Crossover. Yeah. Um, I do like your thought though on Jamie Lee Curtis. I think that she does crossover, even in like she was in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And like, yeah. there's like just nothing that she can't do. I guess we can include that movie too in this list. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about Batman? It's not a dude movie. It's about a mother and her daughter. But it's also it's multiverse. It's not a dude movie. It's also multiverse. Oh my God. Now fighting. you're just being crazy and stupid. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> Peter, are you just going to hang around? 
listening to this? What else is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man going to do in his downtime? <laughs> that was one John Curtis as Peter Parker. True crime shows, huge now, getting big celebrities. Yes. Um, like literally in the past year, if not even less than the past year, we've had The Girl from Plainville with Elle Fanning. We've had Candy with Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and more. We've had Under the Banner of Heaven with Andrew freaking Garfield. Jeez. Dr. Death with Joshua Jackson. The Dropout with Anna Sigfield. These are just the ones that came to my mind right. that I've recently watched. And I've never been somebody who watched true crime. And we have even have a show that's kind of about true crime podcasts. It's not real crimes, but like I'm um, all only murderers in the building. It's <laughs> like everything is like true crime has become such a thing that now they're making our entertainment. And I want to, every time I'm watching these, I'm like, should I feel gross? No. That I'm watching this story. Harley has a face on. Harley's a big true crime person. Yes. Like she does. But not that you're not a big fan of these series that she just mentioned. You're a fan of like the actual document documentaries. Actual true crime. Yes. Which ironically is more towards women. I've known more true crime fans that are women than I've known men who are true crime fans, which I find funny. Huh. I wonder if we, I, if, if women are watching, listening more because it's like almost like a, a crash course on protecting yourself. So you're learning the, the, the warning signs. Huh. Oh. Also, it's like to kind of hear the people's story and hear what they went through. And This know. guy chopped up 10 people. I should stay away from... Um, so anyway, I think based on what she just said, the documentary, the popularity of all those documentary series, I think propelled all these deep pocket streaming services and studios to be like, well, there's money to be had here. Let's make right, some. But, but that, doesn't that feel a little gross? Mm, I don't think so. so. If you're engaged in good storytelling and filmmaking. Okay, I'm going to break it down because I think that everybody's putting this like weird surface level thing on it. Like, oh, it's entertainment. Yeah. But listen, so I'm watching Candy. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched oh. it. Close your ears for a second. Oh, okay. You're not going to watch it. I am. No, you're not. So, literally, Candy chops this, like, just destroys this woman with an axe. Like, just, and, and, and if you think about it, you're like, you're watching it and Candy's the lead and you're rooting for Candy. But some woman in real life was killed to death. Did you look that Chopped up, up with an axe. Babe, it's a real story. And but she got off. They've- no, she got off. She the court case. She ended up getting not guilty. She, what? She moved away. She changed her name. Started a whole new life after chopping up a woman. She I got believe off? both. I believe her side. I may or maybe I want to because it was good storytelling. But that's not even the point. The point is like we're just like watching this as entertainment when some family has lost the human being in their life. And when I'm watching, I'm like, I want to watch it because I I'm enamored with the storytelling and the filmmaking and the acting and it's done so well but it's messed up. Yeah, I mean, if you put it like that I feel a little gross now. That's I what I'm even saying. <laughs> well, what are we supposed to do? Not watch anything? Well, and then like, um, what was the other one? We Oh, Under the Banner of Heaven. I've been watching with Andrew Garfield and like How much did they pay him? It's just like, I'm like yeah, exactly. I'm like, I know why he did this role. It's a very deep role for someone like, like he's he's got to go to all kinds of emotional places with this role. So I'm sure that that was a draw for him. I'm sure he's killing it too. Um, but just know, like, I'm watching it going, oh my gosh, this is happening now. Like there's like 14 year old girls who are being born into these, these societies that are like having them be married and basically raped by older men. This is still happening. And we're watching it as entertainment. Right. It's a problem. That's kind of how I feel about watching actual true crime. And also, like, I never romanticize it. Like, obviously, I'll romanticize serial killers who are, like, fake, like, ghost face or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
there are people on the internet who will be like, oh my God, I would let Ted Bundy do whatever he wants. And I'm what? like, people what? died. People died. People actually died because of that man. Like, you can't do that. There's a line, you know what I mean? And not just a few people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And multiple children as well. Wow. Like, um, so some of our nerds, Summer says, I'm a true crime geek for the same reason as Harley. She says, we are not rooting for the bad guy. We want to see what was impetus of the person's story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do believe that that's why I keep watching because I'm like, how did this unfold? How did this mm-hmm. happen? But I don't know. It feels and a little gross. As long as they're set up in a respectful manner, you know, because a lot of true crime videos I watch, they'll be like, they'll glorify the woman that was killed. You know what I mean? They'll be like, she was a sweetheart. She did this. She did this. Her family loved her. You know what I mean? Like they don't. So it's about glorifying the victim and not the. Exactly. The killer. Mm. Adrian says. Yes and no. The one-to-one relationship ones feel exploitive, but the corporate legal professional ones somehow feel important. Yeah. See, I would agree. The the dropout um, and really Dr. Death. I thought Dr. Death was a very important story to tell because it's really exposing how doctors are getting away with so much. They can literally kill patients and nothing happens to them, not even a slap on the wrist. And they're getting away with this over and over again. And it's a problem. And Dr. Death literally killed people, literally killed them. It was not accidental. It was not mistakes. He paralyzed his supposedly best friend. They're in a wheelchair for the rest of their lives. Like the medical practice did nothing for that. I also really liked Until um, it was too late. Dope Sick because that same thing, it was exploiting the big pharma and what goes on. And I didn't even know how bad it had gotten. So I do agree mm-hmm. with Adrian on that. <laughs> Hafugu says, women watch those documentaries to learn how to make their husbands disappear. Okay, babe, please stop watching it now. <laughs> um, it's rarely about women killing men. <laughs> right? So <laughs> fix that in your community. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. And all serial killers, I mean, at least all the ones I've ever heard of are just white dudes. So. Yeah. 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 Got problems. Yeah. All right. Well, that was kind of dreary and dark. <laughs> Happy Saturday, nerds. <laughs> Did we even come to a conclusion on if we're, we think it's... Well, I, okay. I think our conclusion is it is a little gross and we're still going to watch. <sighs> I mean, am I wrong? I won't watch those. There's certain videos that he will watch online. Like, he'll watch people literally die. I mean, it's out there sometimes, and it's like a train I, I refuse. I think those shouldn't be online. I think it's absolutely disrespectful to the victims well, luckily, and their families. They're a little hard to find, so well, there's that. Even on TikTok, there were, I think, Does two. Does TikTok ban that stuff? They do, but it's, too it's, late, a, it's a whole thing, though, where it's like they'll ban, like, POC creators for doing a Sheen haul, which is a clothing company, but then they'll let this video of some kid committing suicide go around. What? Oh, for real. I saw saw videos on it. The thing is like, I'm a quick swiper. Because if I even Mm. see anybody even look like they're about to yell at somebody or hurt Mm. somebody, I literally like, I'm not... Right. I don't want any part of you it. Need you to, watch it. You need well, I don't really hang out on TikTok, but you, you like cute animals. That's not about TikTok animals. though. You watch it. If you're constantly like I hear you watching things, I'm like why are you watching that right now? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why there's good people on TikTok who be like if you see a video of a kid in a red shirt sitting at a desk, scroll fast and report it. You know what I'm saying? Like don't watch it. Like, the reporting mechanism probably takes way too long to get those off. Yeah, and it sucks because I'll I'll see like people doing like lives of hate speech and stuff like that. And I'll report them and they're like, oh, we don't see anything wrong. But they will th- take down creators who are do- like plus size creators doing like bathing suit hauls. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd Couple Show, bringing you down on Saturdays. <laughs> uh, let's bring them up. <laughs> what a couple of corpses, am I right? I think they're kooky. 
in a normal kind of way. Yesterday, we watched Downton Abbey, A New Era. Uh Uh-huh. The Crowley family goes on a grand journey to the south of France to uncover the mystery of the Dowagers, Countess's newly inherited villa. And I don't know why he read that like an evil villain. But meanwhile, (laughs) Mary stays back to oversee the movie getting made in their home. We have not talked about this. No, I was trying to be uh, effervescent. Uh, effervescent, <laughs> like, a, like a sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. The crowd I failed. Um, so, Down Abbey is one of those rare movies. This happened the last time I watched the movie, too, where it could go on for like four hours and I'm fine with it. Oh, this is a warm blanket. I just didn't want to take it off. <laughs> Literally. And even the last half hour, I had a piece so bad and I was like, I don't want to miss anything. It's so good. Uh, okay, in the first two minutes, I was like, oh, I, this is going to be a problem. There's so many characters. I'm yeah. having a hard time. Fi- oh, I know every yeah. single one of well, them. They, they, Everything they is did fine. A really Within good, minutes. They did a really good job of finding a scene where we could bring everybody together to, mm-hmm. get, to literally see everybody's faces. Yep. And then we got into the stories. Yes. And Every so, single one. Okay, first off, before we get into more about the film, can we all just right now just deem Maggie Smith the, the, the world, the universe's champion? Like She is the world. A treasure. Treasure. Yeah. Maggie Smith. I love you. I know. She's so good. I just don't even understand. Like, how old, how old is Maggie Smith now? Can you look that up, Harley? Do you remember the scene where she's, this is not a spoiler, the scene where she's lying on the bed recollecting her time there? Do you remember that scene? I remember everything. 87 God. years old. She was born in 1934. Wow. The place that she goes in, in, her, in her acting, it's just so beautiful. And you're just engaged with every single thing she says and does. I think it's really awesome how they could pack so much into a movie. Because often when you pack a lot into a movie, it takes away from it. Yeah. And they no. packed in so much. It was like getting to binge watch the show for two hours, but I could have taken four. But six. the pacing was great. I know. There was nothing felt rushed or or uh, the opposite of rushed. <laughs> it was very brain full. no worky. Um, so I think that non Downton Abbey fans who are lovers of old cinema or watching how movies get made, it'll be interesting for them. Uh-huh. But for Downton Abbey fans. You must go see the movie. Go see in a theater where they turn the lights dark and let you just be in this world. If you're a Downton Abbey fan, you have to see it in the theater. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes, it's, it's beautiful. It's, gr- it's grand. Those sweeping shots of the landscapes, just beautiful. All of you Downton fans, you must see it. Yeah. Everybody's back. It's all marvelous. Go yeah. see it. I give it a 20. You got to hit. It's a total hit. Hit, 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 hit all the way. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> well... That's this week's show. I love it. We like spending these Saturday mornings with you guys, but Before it's time we go. to go. <laughs> MJ, MJ, you got to check this out. It's time to go, Tiger. They'll be back next week. If you like our show, please share it with at least three friends who you think would like it. Please, three. You can find us on socials at a Gen Page Film and at Jedi John Curtis. And you can check out all things nerdy by visiting the nerdcoupleshow.com. Thank you to our show producer, Harleen Quinzel. Music by Chris Edgar. Opening animation by Jesse Yang. Show transitions by Stephen Richardson. Character voices by Lilia Simington and Heath Harper. And thank you, our live audience. You, you, you. And you listening to the podcast. You are what makes this fun. <laughs> Until next time, keep embracing the nerd you love and all that makes you weird. You've been listening to The Nerd Couple Show. If you're having fun nerding out with us, please subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Rate and review as it helps others find the show, which helps us keep delivering fun content. We're also on all of your other favorite podcast apps. 
Nerd Out all week with us on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. You can find us on all socials at Nerd Couple Show. We want to hear from you. Send your questions and topics you think we should cover to nerdcoupleshow at gmail.com and check out our merch shop with original Nerd Couple Show designs. Visit thenerdcoupleshow.com to find all the ways you can get into the conversation, including our private Facebook community where all nerds are welcome. Thank you again for being on this hero's journey with us. Cause you know how to love me.